And even though I was a confident person in my 20s, I think the older, especially women, the older we get, the much more into ourselves we become and a lot more comfortable we become um, in our skin and in our and everything that goes with that. So yeah, I love that you're you're aging like like fine wine. That's the last one I say. I don't, I don't consider myself getting old. I consider myself getting vintage, like wine or like a, a classic car. I'm vintage, darling. Hello, Gladys here, and welcome to the Knuckleball Podcast, where each episode I'll sit down with a stranger or a friend, and we'll get to know each other. No scripts, no nothing. Just two people having a free-flowing conversation with no agenda. Yeah, I I feel like we don't really do that enough, and and um, it's it's nice, you know, to put your phone away and just be there with someone. This podcast is cozy, it's light, and not gonna lie, sometimes it does get heavy, and it can get introspective, but most importantly, it's human. And you know, I think one of my friends once told me that it's almost as if it feels like having two friends in your ears. And I think that is a really neat way to describe this podcast. So there you go. Thank you for giving this podcast a chance. I really hope that it brings a little bit of joy to your day and, and makes your day a little bit better. If it does, please leave a nice rating and review. It'll really help the show. And I would love to hear from you. So please send me a DM uh, on Instagram at Knuckleball Podcast or send me an email at the Knuckleball Podcast at gmail.com. The Knuckleball Podcast. <laughs> All right, that's it. On to the episode. Bye bye. Hi, Tiffany. Hi, how are you? How's it going? Not bad. It's going really well. Yeah, thanks for taking the time and doing this with me. I know it's it's not what you would usually see on Craigslist, but uh, yeah. So it's nice to take a leap of faith. I could be a murderer or, <laughs> or someone just genuinely interested. <laughs> Well, it seemed like a really interesting project, so you piqued my curiosity. I, I think uh, most people are kind of skeptical, but uh, not not you, I guess. <laughs> no. Um, are are you in New York by any chance, or? I am in New York. I am located in the city, uh, in uptown Harlem area. Nice. Okay, I'm I'm actually like in downtown Manhattan area. Okay. Yeah. So we're cool. we're not too far. It's kind of cool because I I actually previously had a guest that we actually became friends, uh, and I think she she also lived like pretty pretty up there, but it's it's really nice to meet new people. All right, very cool. Well, full disclosure, I don't have tea in my cup. Um, it is a mimosa. It is Sunday. It is Ooh. brunch. So, cheers. <laughs> Cheers. I, I, I can't see you. I don't know if your camera is on, but, uh, but yeah, cheers. <laughs> oh, here, let me see if I can get my camera back on. Yeah. Oh, uh, it, uh, are you showing your, your camera? I can't, I can't really see. It's, it's no worries if, if it doesn't work. Can you see me? No, I, th I think your camera might not be connected. <gasps> Why is my on? <laughs> to the computer. It's okay. Is it like an external, um, camera kind of situation because what i'm using is the one that's built in oh, okay and i'm using my my phone so oh well i see probably yes zoom is like a little bit weird you know it after. Can be. Yeah. yeah i have you have you used it before i have okay that's good a, a lot of the people that i have on you know it's like their first time using it and so having to download an app that a stranger tells you to is very weird <laughs> And uh, I, I, I do love that you're drinking a mosa. I wish I could match that, but uh, I actually just woke up. Are you, are you like an early bird or? 
I, I can't, I can be an early person. What is it? Cause usually like you have, if you have plans to get you up in the morning. No, I'm just an early riser. Okay. Unless I've been out the night before. Yeah. Then it's a little, it's a little rougher. Um, but usually I usually wake up like around six ish. Six ish. Is that because of your job or? No, that's just the, this the way I've been built. Now it doesn't mean I get out of bed at six, but my eyes. That's fair. Uh, you you can't you can't see but uh, I actually have these two large windows and I wake up with the sun because my curtains broken (laughs) Oh, and and I don't have nightshades and so it's like I got too lazy to fix it and and (laughs) I was just like you know what it's not the worst thing in the world to to wake up you know at at six in the morning (laughs) no it's not the worst yeah but anyway how, how have you been I've been very good. I've uh, been enjoying the summer. So tell me a little bit about like, how did you get started on this particular project? Because yeah, that's a good question. So, well, first of all, I don't know if you are a fan of podcasts, but I am. And I, I really enjoy like the whole medium of it. I like the idea of sitting down with someone for like one to three hours and just getting, really getting to know them. Uh-huh. It's very different from like all of the, social media and you know news that we read it you get like a little snippet of the person okay Um, yeah so so I've always been fascinated with with the idea of podcasts I was like oh you know it'd be really cool to like be able to get people on and um I had a couple ideas I think one of them was and and I thought about this on a run during the (laughs) during the pandemic (laughs) but but uh yeah no one of my ideas was um I'll get my friends on and like they'll basically give me therapy for my problems like free you know free advice kind of and then I was okay. like what if I run out of problems and what if I run out of friends? I don't really have that many friends to begin with <laughs> running out of problems is a good thing I, I know but the, but that's the thing so I was like okay there's there's not much longevity in that concept okay of, you know, <laughs> diagnosing your problems and then I was like okay what what is what is something where I can, you know, kind of do it forever? And I was like, I can never run out of strangers to talk to. Uh, You know, there's, there's always somebody out there that would like to just like have a genuine conversation with somebody else. So I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with that. So I remembered, I like put out a, a Reddit post. I don't know if you're on Reddit a lot, but I put it out on, I think one of those like social skills or make new friends kind of separated. And then right. like 30 people responded. And I was like, okay, there's something here. You, you, you touched a nerve. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I got really, really excited. And then I decided to record my first conversation um, that went on for three hours because I had no concept of keeping, tra- <laughs> keeping track of time. <laughs> I was like, okay, you know, I'm just, I'm just kind of dipping my toes in and then it went on forever. I was like, oh, this is actually so fun to just, I don't know, talk to someone, someone, you know, Are you, I feel like you seem like a very outgoing person from the, the tone of your voice. Are you someone who is, because I feel like, you know, New York vibe is like, people are pretty outgoing here and very friendly. Yes. If I can, you know, humble brag. Yeah, no, go for it. (laughs) (laughs) I do have an outgoing personality. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, one of the things I completely enjoy about living in New York is there's a plethora of, using a big SAT word, a plethora of um, (laughs) things and activities to do. You know, from free concerts to the museums to live like uh, live music, I think I already said that. Just there's anything that you're kind of into, you can find it here and um, just take advantage of it. So I, I that's yeah, and I, I know like like I said, I'm an outgoing person. So yeah, you know, I'm a I'm a giant um, jazz fan. And okay. So I feel like New York is like one of those places where there's all this like little obscure jazz bars that you can go to, and they play like excellent music and for like four dollars for a cup of beer right and I was like that I could do this for the rest of my life it's actually really really (laughs) fun and the people there are so to use another SAT very eclectic (laughs) and um yeah I really enjoy just like 
mingling with people and I don't know about you but like I feel like I identify with people that are a lot older than me um I, I don't know they're just more fun to talk to and just have like a lot more life experiences to share and wow. and and learn from from and so like jazz is like a great place to draw all the that that demographic of people and old ass people old ass exactly <laughs> i i sometimes i don't know if you feel this way tiffany but sometimes i feel like i'm like a 60 year old trapped in a 20, <laughs> like a 26 oh. like do you feel like your age or you feel younger no, I, older I actually, I actually do not i do not feel my age but then again i don't know what quote unquote, feeling my age is supposed to be. Uh, f- full disclosure, uh, I will, I'm 49. I will be uh, 50 soon and I'm very well-deserved. Um, and I don't like to say I'm getting, I, I mean, I don't mind getting older. What I don't like is getting old. And what I mean by that is, you know, just sometimes your body doesn't do things that it used to do like when I was in my 20s, I could rage until six or seven in the morning, catch a few hours of sleep, and then you know go to work. Or I can't do that now. Like I will be laid out on the couch for an entire weekend. I will lose a weekend. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, I mean, you and, know, you, even if I could share a little bit, like my brother's 30. I'm 26, okay. and even just watching him, he used to be like you know kind of not not like a rager but he would go out you know he would he would go out late and even now like when he does that I hope he's not listening he's probably passed out from, from actually drinking <laughs> last night but um yeah he, he takes a lot longer to recover and a lot longer to recover. So like, it's just a curse of being a human I guess right so that's why I mean like I don't mind getting older I just don't like getting old like I love the fact that and no disrespect to anybody that's not my age, you couldn't pay me enough money to be in my 20s again. Just because, uh, you know, I'm about to be on five decades of life experience and on this earth, and I am thoroughly enjoying it. And even though I was a confident person in my 20s, I think the older, especially women, the older we get, the much more into ourselves we become, and a lot more comfortable we become. Um, in our skin and in our and everything that goes with that so yeah, I love that you're you're aging like like fine wine that's the last I, I say I don't I don't consider myself getting old I consider myself getting vintage like wine or like a, a classic car I'm vintage darling I like no. that I like that what were, were you like a whole jumble mumble mess in your 20s actually you had to learn no, I wasn't, a, I think, a jumble mumble mess. Uh, I, but I do think, you know, you're still trying to kind of figure a couple of things out in your 20s. At least I was. And I also think there's some life experiences that, you, that you're that you missing um, that I think, you know, you do have to kind of go through. I don't want to say it's a rite of passage, but um, most 20-year-olds don't have them. I think, you know, as you get older, you learn how to deal with the fact or come to terms with the fact that your parents um, are people too. They're human beings and they tried to do the best that they could. Um, I mean, I know looking back at my parents and they were, when they were in their twenties, they were married, had a kid and a mortgage. (gasps) My mind is blown. Think about that. They were in their early twenties, married, children and a mortgage. Um, Yeah. I mean, I'm there and I'm not even like, yeah. I always I always look at my I'm like 30% there. I'm not even like ready to even have a, a family, I feel. And yeah, you're right. Like my I think my mom's a, a little bit later, man, like in her early 30s, but still. Like right. that was a a huge commitment to to do and I feel like um us being born kind of changed the en- entire trajectory of their lives and I feel right. like that applies to all parents right okay. yeah um anyway sorry i cut you off keep, keep going no 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 no, no, no. it's a dialogue it's an exchange it's a it's a conversation darling yeah <laughs> uh, like there's like you come to grips with the fact that your parents are people and you know they were trying to do the best they could and they were made, making their and they made mistakes for better or for worse um you come to grips to look you learn uh as i get older my friend group got a lot smaller 
yes. because you really learn about what's called your ride or dies. Like when you're 22, you have a thousand friends and you can be friends with everybody. And I've learned the difference between what's a friend and what's an acquaintance. What's a party friend or a work friend per versus someone that's you know kind of near and dear to your heart. And I think that's something that you have to go through trials and tribulations. I also think another thing in your uh, your learning as you as you go older is uh, what are your boundaries as far as when you're dating somebody. Uh, you find out what you like, what you do like, don't like, what you will and will not put up with. Uh, and, and yeah, so yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm so glad that you came on here because as you, as, you go, as you go along, and I think not saying that a person in their twenties can can't have those life experiences, but most people in their twenties I don't think usually do. It's like a function of time. Like it's just something that you not that you have to go through, but you will inevitably, you know, go as you meet new meet new people, go through like different right, situations. Exactly. You just have to go through that. Um, but that's really interesting. So I, I have a couple of questions, you know, kind of jumping off of that. So first about like family stuff, because I think for me, I, I uh, it, you know, whatever you said about realizing that your, fam that your parents are humans and right. they are just like you, like they're just, they're still figuring it out, right? Yeah. Um, did you see anything, like, was there anything specific that changed your mind about, your parents like like maybe in your 20s you were you, you kind of put them on a pedestal for certain things and then as you go on you're like oh wait a second like they don't they don't really know you know as much as I think they do it's not that I um didn't think they knew as much as they do it's the fact that I realized or came to the realization that you know they're people like I said they're people and they're human beings too and they have a past and a history and nobody's perfect. I think it was the first, uh, for me, I think it was probably the first time I actually had sat down and was able to legally drink with my parents. Yeah. And we have a kind of a heartfelt conversation, you know, not as, as, as a child to an adult, but as one human being interacting with another. At, on the same like, level with yeah, no it felt like, it felt like hierarchy. Yeah, it felt like the same level, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Because I, I remember for me, um, my, I think, my, so my dad has like anger issues. He, it was something that he struggled with his whole life. And it makes sense, you know, from his past, like he was um, kind of the, not like the breadwinner, but his family kind of depended on him. And it made him like very impatient. He just wants to like get everything right and things like uh -huh. that. And um, yeah, it was only recently, maybe like a couple of years ago where we had to have those uncomfortable conversations that, you know, you're, you're bound to go through. And I'm just like, hey, you need to really reflect on this because, you know, you're you're like 60, right? And um. And everybody and the whole family loves you and, and things like that. And we really just want you to live a peaceful, calm life instead of being enraged all the time by like the little things and being like so sensitive because it's really affecting how you go about living your life. And, you know, that, that was just like one example of an uncomfortable conversation that uh, I feel like growing up, you, you finally accept like, OK, we actually have to talk about this rather than pushing it under the rug? Um, uh, for me, it wasn't anything so, it, it wasn't an issue that was detrimental. In fact, it was no issue at all. It was just kind of very, you know, natural and organic. And it was, like I said, for me, it was also my perspective shift. Because what we all have to understand, your parents have always kind of consistently been the same people since they brought you into this world. It's how you perceive them. Now, it's not that I don't have, uh, I still have a lot of respect for my parents and they're still very much my mother and my father, but I also am understanding that, uh, came, you know, came around to understanding, like I said, that they're people too. You know, they, they have emotions and feelings and they cry and they hurt and, and they're dealing with a plethora of issues. You know, that as, as you, when you're growing up, you don't understand. And not only that, you're kind of shielded from, I mean, we've all kind of been in work situations 
where you had a, a toxic work environment or you know a coworker that was just an asshole, just, just not a good person. Um, but that's something that you don't relate or understand until you're actually out in the world yourself. And then you kind of understand or kind of like, oh, okay, I understand kind of what your parents are going through or their perspective or things like that. So it wasn't like, for me, it wasn't one particular incident and it definitely wasn't anything detrimental. And I think it was more for me, it was my own personal, personal shift in how, and how I, I saw them or related to them. I, you know, I saw them a little bit more, the kinder, more human eyes as opposed to the authoritative figures. But like I said, that's something that I think yeah. comes, you know, as you, as you grow older. You know, as, yeah. you, as you become more, more and more of an of a adult. Oh, I, I love that. It's a, but did you see that shift happen with your parents as well? Like, like they started talking to you, you know, less from like a higher level and more just like, hey, you know, you're a kid, but you're also kind of an equal. Uh, I think when it comes to our parents, because they love us or, you know, not everybody has loving parents, but they should love us. I think you're to a certain degree, you're always going to be their their child. And even though they can respect you as an adult and they'll let you make decisions as an adult and you know let you fall and fail as an adult, that you will always, at least for my parents, to a certain degree, I will always be their daughter. And and I am I am and I'm truly um grateful for that because I realize, you know, that's another thing kind of going out into the world uh when you kind of grow up in like sometimes a certain bubble, not everybody has that has a, a loving support system um, of, of, of parents. So. Yeah, I think that was something. So I'm I'm from Singapore, and then when I came to the U.S., um, there's there's just a lot more broken families here, and it it is jarring to me. Because I, I, you know, I came from a culture where all my friends have really good families and just like, uh-huh. you know, they're really like put together, even though I'm sure, you know, every family has their own problems. But like, yeah, when I came here, I felt a lot more grateful for my own family because, um, yeah, it's just I like the thought of a parent like abandoning a, a kid, for example, like that never crossed my mind. I only watched that in movies and stuff. But then when I came here and then I started seeing all, all of the issues that uh, is so prevalent in the, in America. It, yeah, it was like, oh, shit, I should have it like really, really good. And I can't really complain. <laughs> yeah. So that so you had a definitely had a culture, a cultural shock. Yeah, I I don't know if it's a culture like I, I, were you um born here or I guess you're born I, and raised in the U.S. I, yeah, I, I'm I'm born and raised in the U.S. Okay, yeah. So like you know, the divorce rates, kind of broken families. That do you find that that's like part of the culture? Um, I don't. I don't necessarily know. I think it's. Just from like your own experience, I, I guess. Well, let me you know take into effect that this is everything I'm saying is definitely coming from my own perspective, and this is my own personal opinions. By no means is this a broad blanket statement, but you know I come from at least from my family. Um, my parents are coming up on their 54th wedding anniversary. Uh, both sets of grandparents on both sides uh, were married to they you know they passed away so. I had I grew up with very solid examples of what mar- what marriage and relationships should be or could be. Um, I think all, also it's kind of maybe generational. I think more and more people generational wise are, are are thinking either if this marriage doesn't work out, I can get out of it, or uh, the flip side of that, you know, if I'm in a marriage. And I'm not happy. I have no cultural obligation to stay in there. I think sometimes culturally, uh, especially in you know, past generations, people had to stay in marriages because of financial obligations. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, just, you know, there was a time when, you know, men were the, sort of singular breadwinners and women had to stay in marriages even if they weren't happy because divorce was such a horrible and type of subject. Uh, you know, up until I think it was the 1970s, a woman had to have uh, 
her husband signed off on her to get a credit card. Yeah. So I uh, <laughs> I know. Like and if a woman was single, like she was That's a so daughter cool. and she wasn't married, she had to have her father sign off. Yeah. So I was like, for real? Uh, <laughs> and that wasn't even like too long ago. No. Yeah. So I don't know if it's more of like, the, like, like you said, there's more broken marriages or family situations. I don't, I think maybe it's also, like I said, it's a generational shift. You right. Know, like people have people, more freedom to actually. Exactly. I think where yeah. people had to stay married or had to stay in a bad, bad relationship. I think now more people are either saying I don't have to, or maybe they're saying, you know, I'm going to give it a shot. And if it doesn't work out, I'm out. Yeah. But, but I honestly don't think most people go into relationships or marriages, you know, saying, I hope I get divorced. But I think more people need to approach marriages. Uh, and then this is going to sound horrible and cold, but kind of look at it kind of like a business, a business decision, because it's outside of, I think death is one of the most important decisions you make. You need to look at that other person and all their aspects. Uh, both men and women or, or however you, you know, you decide to couple up. Um, do you both look at uh, money in the same way? Do you both want to raise children in the same way? Do you both want to have children? Uh, what happens? Do you know, both want to live the same lifestyle? How do you guys want to spend your downtime? Um, I think a lot, I think people kind of get into the romantic idea of it. And I don't think it's wrong. I, you know, I, I God bless me. I want to be in that same situation. But if you're looking at for long-term one being married, I think you need to look at the 360 kind of take off the rose colored glasses and be like, if this person was a corporation, would I want to merge my assets with them? Wow. I've, I've actually never had somebody explain it to me like that. Are you by any chance like an entrepreneur? Like, do you have your own business? explain to me i actually it's somewhere on youtube i was scrolling through youtube one day and it was uh a divorce lawyer who was talking about um just like how should you evaluate yeah how how you know most people approach marriages in a very romantic way and i don't think there's anything wrong i think you absolutely need to be in love with that person but i also think you need to like that person because love will wear off and let's be honest not everybody's gonna have a hot body forever (laughs) no matter how much you try no matter how much you work out no matter how much salad you eat no matter how much science has not catch up yet (laughs) exactly and it's so bad so, you know, at the end of the day, you've got to like that person. Like, what happens? What would happen if your partner or significant other has a disability? Yeah. You know, what about then? Or, you know, what happens if you're, if the person that you fell in love with and part of the reason you fell in love was because they were hot, ha- has an accident and they get deformed. Or they get fat. Shit. It happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no. I totally agree. If it's, you know, if, if the reason you're with that person is based on very shallow, superficial things, it's going to be a problem. Yeah. I think, like, do you think people get into that, like, knowing that, that those were kind of, you know, the, the reasons why they got into it? Because they think, like, I can get out of this. Like, you know. Um, you know, like I, they kind of trivialize marriage. I would certainly hope not. Yeah. Um, I mean, oh. in full disclosure, I have, I have, I have not been married. So okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was actually that was my next question. I was like, what kind of ads are you receiving on YouTube? Like, why, <laughs> like, why was that on your recommendation recommendations page? Uh, it just, it just, it just, just my, my YouTube probably so so scarce and random. Um, yeah, I love that um, you, you kind of like fuck with the with the algorithm a little bit. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you like, can't figure me out. Yeah, exactly. Let's, yeah. let's, let's zig when the algorithm wants to zag. <laughs> I love that. Um, but I, I, yeah, I think if more people, and like I said, all my personal opinion, at the end of the day, anybody listening to this, you know, do what, do you, do what makes you happy, you know, do what makes you feel, be fulfilled. But I think if you approach it in a particular manner, 
Um, and maybe, you know, I'm not being romantic enough. Maybe I'm being, you know, too, not be more idealistic. But I think in the long run, if people kind of looked at the, you know, the, overall the person's finances and how they treat money and do they want children and how they do, how they want to raise those children, where do they want to live, how do, what's their lifestyle, what's their downtime, you know, how do you want to deal with your extended family? Because let's be honest, people say, well, you marry the person, you don't marry their family. I, that's bullshit. I really, yeah. I mean, how many friends, uh, I mean, how many people do you know like get married and they don't have a good relationship with the mother-in-law or the father-in-law or whatever? It can make things hella stressful. Yeah. And let's be honest, just existing as a human being on this earth can be stressful enough. Being um, in a relationship with another person can be stressful enough. Why would you want to invite additional stress into your life? No, I, I totally agree. Uh, th- that is a very uh, popular saying back in Singapore. When you marry a person, you you do get married into their family. Because there's just yeah. so much like, um, I mean, you know, not even like the annual events, right? It's just you can't take their kid away from them. And so by exactly. default, like you have to uh, kind of put up with them, you know, if, if right. that is the minimum that you have to I do. mean I'm sure there are situations where like the extended family is a, a nightmare yeah uh that you don't want to deal with and you will have like if you're marrying somebody that's another race or another religion yeah. uh, or maybe you know same sex and the other family is just not accepting well then that's 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 a different story Right. And yeah, it definitely does require a whole lot of uncomfortable conversations before you decide anything permanent. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's, and, that, and you need, I mean, you need to have those uncomfortable conversations. I mean, as we just going through life, your breakthroughs on, even on a personal level are in that uncomfortable space. And that's where you, um, like you said, you have those breakthroughs in those in those uncomfortable conversations, in those uncomfortable moments. Maybe your aha, as Oprah would say, your aha moments. Well, now I'm curious. Uh, what, like, do you have like a preference for a certain type of person that you would like to? I mean, are you like? I guess you're open to marriage. You're open to a relationship, marriage. right? Do I have? Uh, like, do you I, have a preference? Or, I'm always curious about this. Like, like the type of person that you would ideally like to, you know, spend like the better half of the, you know, like kind of the rest of your life with almost. Um, I do. I guess everybody has their, I guess, what, what you call it, your, your list. Yeah. Uh, your list. Do you have one? <laughs> I guess, I guess it's not your list. I guess it's your, I, I think what you, what some people would call a list. I think you could call your standards. Right. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I think like I'm still in the process of like forming mine. So I'm I'm trying I would to get like, like to make feedback. Her, so I want to put in you know put in an official degree to call it shift it from what's called a list to your standards. Yes. <laughs> start calling it your standards as opposed to your list. Um, make it less of a suggestion and more of a you have you know you you need to have this kind of your um what what's that called deal breakers? Well, your deal, deal breakers is like a negative. Yeah. Well, you know, you, I think you should have your deal breakers and I do think you should look out for red flags. And some people call them red, people call them red flags. For, and I say it this way, for somebody's red flag is someone else's green light. So if it works for <laughs> that, that person, true. you two, you boo all day. Right. Be happy. <laughs> Don't worry. Be happy. But yeah. be um, <laughs> I think uh, for like, if, if you, if I meet somebody and they are just they're looking for something casual or they're not looking for a relationship that's a deal breaker for me that's that's one of the standards like i'm not going to waste my time because i you know i am valuable my time is valuable yeah if you you know even if there's a strong attraction but if you don't want to just have a relationship or you want something casual then you know you're not for me good luck and Godspeed. <laughs> yeah. No, I I think you know how like pe- people in their 20s, you probably had that too. It's like um people go through like this kind of casual phase. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm actually really, really glad that 
I've never been through that. Like I've always just been like, I want to have like a, a long-term thing. I don't know. I love just, that you were so politically correct. You call it a, a, a casual phase. I believe the correct <laughs> is a whole phase. A whole phase. No, exactly. It's like a whole phase. And <laughs> I I never saw the appeal of that. And it's, it's less about like wasting my, I guess like wasting time is part of that. But more so it's like, I feel like I don't respect myself. Like, I respect myself enough to respect other people's time. And it's like, it, I don't want to like play with anybody or have that done to me. Uh, yeah. Like I actually want to get to know somebody, but other, other people are kind of more like, I want to have like 20 available people right? at all I mean, times. And <laughs> I mean, and to, I mean, to each their own, everybody, you know, um, Hopefully, everybody crosses that finish line at their own pace. No, right. no judgments here. But if you know, I'm like you. If you're not cross the finish line when you want to, but if you're not on the same page as I am, we're not going to be crossing that finish line to go. <laughs> yeah, we'll cross it at a uh, you know at different times, different times. at different times. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to kind of go deep on like deal breakers, things to watch out for, you know, just from, from your own personal experience. I think um, really as fun. far as deal breakers, I think everybody has to kind of come to their own decision on what is a deal breaker for them. Um, I think, you know, what's a deal breaker for one person is not necessarily a deal breaker for someone else. You know, um, it's, it's like, you know, someone could say, you know, uh, Gladys, you know, you're you're just too much for me. At which point you'd be like, well, then go get somebody else less. Yeah. So for that person, you were, quote unquote, a deal breaker. But someone else is going to come around and be like, you are exactly what I want. You are exactly what I'm looking for. Um, so I think everybody has to kind of come to their own conclusion what their or, or what their deal breakers are for themselves. And I think some of that. Uh, I think a lot of that comes through trial and error. Yeah. Uh, trial and error. And also, like I said, what happens as you get older, there are things that you will and will not tolerate anymore. Exactly. Um, yeah. So it, are there like certain things that you, that you find you're just like, you used to deal with it. And then now you're like, stop wasting my time. That was good. Um, well, one of them is if the person's not looking for a relationship, You're I right. can't focus. Excuse my language. Yeah. I cannot, I can't deal with that. If you want something casual or, you know, you're like, you know, like, let's figure it out. Let's see. No, I can't do that. Yeah. Uh, what's Wait, did you thing? ever, did you ever go through a whole face? Did I go through a whole face? Not necessarily. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's totally cool if you did. I, I'm just really curious for people who did go through a whole face and then they they, you know, completely did a 180 and they're like, I want a relationship now. Settle down. Is it usually because people, of time. It, I think it's what people call a quote unquote whole phase. I think yeah. it also for some people, there are some people that I've known that, you know, got married very young in high school or in their 20s. Uh, the person they with, as you, you know, they grew up and they grew apart. They had only been with one, one person their entire life. They get divorced and then they, you know, go have a hot girl or hot boy summer. You know, yeah, they, they feel like they're kind of making up for things that they missed. Right. So I think I think it's kind of all relative. What you call a whole phase? <laughs> no, that's so true, and that is actually a very um, open-minded way of looking. At. I feel like people who have a whole phase usually get judged, but you're you're like, it's okay. Like you can go through that. It's you know. Yeah, because um, I mean, everybody has to have their own their own experience yeah their yeah. own thing like it's okay to make mistakes like i don't get I, I don't understand why people get judged so much for like making mistakes or you know, some people even intentionally want to make the mistake so they you know so, so that they can just like get over get it I, over I mean, I mean i think like i think society definitely judges women more harshly if they have a hot girl summer and sometimes <laughs> you have those people that you know have a quote-unquote whole face where they, you know, date or and sleep, sorry, not date, but sleep with a lot of different people. They're not trying to look for a commitment, blah, 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 blah. But then what's the difference between that and someone who's what you call a serial uh, monogamer, where they jump from relationship to relationship to relationship to relationship to relationship, mm -hmm. 
without necessarily kind of stopping and slowing down and kind of figuring themselves out and just kind of put pause. So I, I, I just, like I said, um, I'm not gonna sit here and judge anybody. You know, last time I checked, I can't turn water into wine um, <laughs> and I can't raise the dead, which means I am not Jesus Christ on any level. So who am I to sit here and judge anybody else's life? Yeah. As long as you're happy, as long as you're happy with your decisions, um, and realize that you know your actions have consequences. Consequences. That's so important. I think that's. I really need to get that in my head because a lot of times I'm like, it's it'll be fine, <laughs> but it will <laughs> not be fine. <laughs> and you're just like, fuck. Uh, you you can't reverse that. Um, you can't reverse that. And yeah, you know, those are what you know when you have an action and you are now dealing with or have held dealt with the consequence. Right. I like to call those a teachable moment. A teachable, <laughs> exactly. You can't lose if you learn something. Exactly. <laughs> I don't win. I don't win or lose. I learn. I, I really, I really like the way that you see life, and I don't know if it's because you've lived for forty nine years on this earth, but do you have like a <laughs> mantra or kind of like i don't know a quote or principle that you live by i live by um not not hardcore i um, yeah one of the things i like to say is like there are no problems in life there are challenges mm. there are no problems like there are challenges and sometimes you just got take a moment and breathe right yeah because problems has a derogatory turn like meaning to it whereas yeah, like challenges is like oh this is like a good thing for your growth yeah it could be a good thing for your growth it could be yeah. a good thing yeah and i also think if you kind of put it as a challenge i yeah. think it feels more approachable yeah as opposed to like a problem, I definitely think it's a negative situation. Now, mm -hmm. I don't get me wrong. I do think there are some probably things in this world and, and in everybody's life that it's a straight up problem <laughs> yeah. that I'm probably not aware of or thinking of, but I think the majority of things, and like I said, I'm being very glib, but this is my own personal, for me, things can be you know approached as a challenge. Yeah, I like that. I'm, I'm gonna start using that. By all means, do. Because <laughs> my mom is always telling me, like, every time I have a problem, I do this thing where I sigh really loud. And my mom's just like, why are you, you sighing? really loud? Look, I sigh really loud. I'm just like, oh, oh my God. Like, it's just <laughs> like, and then my mom would just be like, like, what's the what's the problem? Like, you can always kind of take the next step and like deal with it. Um, yeah. Which I, you know, it's a very positive. Are you, you, you sound like a very, very optimistic person. I, I, I think I am an optimistic person. I mean, you, you know, everybody goes through things in their life that definitely knocks you on your ass. Yeah. Makes you reevaluate re, re your existence. Yeah. Um, but I do like to think I am an optimistic person overall. I really yeah. am. I'm... I'm always curious about like what makes a person tick and like, you know, what, why do they get up in the morning and things like that? Do you, do you have any, like what, like what's the, we can maybe talk pluses and minus, like what's the, what gets you up in the morning and what's kind of like the biggest like shit show that you're going, <laughs> that you're going through <laughs> right now. What Apart from the pandemic, although that has worked out pretty well for some people. Makes you happy when you just, um, <laughs> okay. Uh, I just really it's because, it's like, I, mean, I feel like you're so like sure of yourself, in the you know, like, you have such a good sense of yourself on this, or like, this, you kind of have a yeah, purpose. I sound like super corny, and I'm not saying I don't have moments of doubt, but I really love myself, I really enjoy the person that I am. And by no means did this happen overnight. This definitely was kind of like a work in progress because we all have those moments of doubt uh, that are put on us through the world or society or you know situational things. But I'm just really very fortunate that I love who I am as a person. And I'm very 
grateful um, for the life I've led so far, even though it's definitely had moments of like, really? Like, you know, like, really, Lord? really, universe? This is what's happening right now? Yeah. Um, yeah. Wait, what was, was there any turning points? Were there any turning points? Um, Not like one particular event or anything like that, but like, like a phase in life where it was just like, like a, a unprecedented like change or like growth, I guess. Like a, like a, like a seismic shift. You know what? Yeah, I, like a seismic shift. I honestly don't think it was. I think it was this those little tiny increments and in steps of kind of where you decide, okay, I'm going to one more time one more step I'm going to move forward one more one more inch one more millimeter just that as long as you kept moving forward uh for me I think it was going to be okay you know um I think I believe it's sharks and I could be very wrong about this but I think when a shark stops swimming it dies it has to have that constant motion in order for it to live so I could be wrong about that but yeah, I really like that. I I think my my biggest fear is stagnation. Like, it's so you know going back to what you said. Like, I feel like I always have to be in motion, like progressing. I guess, right? Or at least trying new things because you know part of finding out what you do enjoy to do is to do stuff that you don't enjoy, and then exactly, you know yes. kind of process yeah. of elimination. Um, but I also think a lot of people kind of don't give them, I think we are very, I think we as individuals, as human beings are much harder on ourselves than yeah. sometimes the world is. And sometimes it take, you have to take a moment and just give yourself some props and some kudos and recognize, yeah, yeah be like, I am amazing. Damn. I and love I that. Vain. I think that's just giving yourself some love and also just kind of realize and give yourself some props to where you are and how far you've come to get to where you are. And I think once you've kind of take a moment and look at the big picture, you'd be like, you know what? I'm doing all right. I'm not necessarily where I want to be, in a, but I'm not where I was yesterday. I wasn't where I was even an hour ago. Yeah. And kind of just recognize and be grateful for kind of what, what you have. I think we need more people like you. <laughs> <laughs> We really no, I'm serious. Like I think we need to surround ourselves with more like cheerleaders, you know? People who and I think that that was a big part for me because like I I really try to I never used to do this, but like I'm putting a lot more focus on like not evaluating my friends, but just making sure that I'm surrounded by like good people. And and that's that's an important thing. Like I, I'm going back to a point earlier in our conversation. You know, I have two really loving, amazing parents, and I know that made for me, in retrospect, now I'm looking back on it, a huge difference. Um, My core group of friends are amazing women individually on their own rights, but uh, you know, I've got we are each other's cheerleaders. Especially, I have you know a couple of people that are really, really tight and really, really close with their, you know, those those are the people I can call at four in the morning and be like, you know, um, I can't tell you what I need your help. I can't tell you what we're gonna do. We can't ever repeat it again. Um, it's probably gonna be illegal, and uh, if we get caught, we're going to jail. And like no like, questions asked. You just and just get on board with this. Like, let me. Whose car are we gonna take? You know, I believe that's a, that's a, a movie quote, but yeah. I know there are people in my life that I can call on them anytime, day or night. I can bend their ear. I can ask their advice. I can, you know, need something for them. And they, and they know they can do the same for me. And that's a really, but that's something that you kind of, you know, that I've learned as I've, you know, grown up. You have, like I said, you have those friends that are circumstantial. You have those friends that are, um, party friends or work friends and then you have your core you know uh there's a saying i believe it goes you know people are in your life for a reason a season or a lifetime and it's very important to know which one a person is yeah wrong when we take those you know seasonal people and try to make them a lifetime right that definitely happens a lot in college 
I think um, so. I also think yeah. in like early relationships, there were definitely right. like, baby. There were definitely <laughs> some people that I should have let go a lot earlier. Oh my <laughs> god. We just so keep clinging on. Yeah. Teachable moments. The universe is like, let me show you. Let, let me let you learn. But now <laughs> And sometimes you have to just keep going through it until you it's like, oh my God. No, that's that person you should have let go six months ago because you decided to keep on. Okay. Oh man. You you just brought back some have someone dragging you down. You got that extra weight, let it go. But now that I'm older and I've gotten, you know, I can recognize a lot sooner, a lot quicker when that person is not for me and it all comes back to my standards you know you learn you learn your standard you you just brought back some not so great memories <laughs> but that's okay you know years ago. and that's okay no but because the thing is in the past when I remember them I would get sad but now I'm like okay like it's fine and I have to go through what okay I have to go to through be sad. I'm not saying by any moment by any stretch of man don't you everybody is, is has a right to those emotions and those feelings. Those are very valid. And you definitely have to work with those and sometimes work through those. But as long as you come out on the other side with the lesson, what did this situation, what did this person, what did this interaction, what was the lesson that I gained from this? Like you said earlier, as long as you learn and come out the other end. So when you're presented with that again, that same situation or type of person in life you'd be like oh you're like uh-uh, hell no i recognize you <laughs> different different shape different so same bullshit same We're shit not dude. Doing yeah. this. oh my god and it goes back to like i love myself too much to deal with that <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I think that that's something I'm still kind of in the process of doing, but you know, I'm getting better at it. It's like putting myself above other people, not all the time, but when it's needed. Um, yeah. do you, do you remember when was the last like 4 a.m. call that you had to call one of your girlfriends and be like, this is, yeah, I don't, I don't really don't do the 4 a.m. calls anymore. Uh, okay. It's been a minute. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, because you've grown and you're like, I don't need that anymore. I can kind of deal with it by myself. Yeah, but if it happened, I would, I would be there. <laughs> Has the, um, what do uh, do you, like, what do people usually go to you for advice? Um, is it like relation relationship stuff? Sometimes it's relationships, sometimes it's situational, sometimes it's, you know, just a sounding board. I think a lot of people already know their answers. They just need someone to bounce it off of. Right. And 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 that's this is another thing I've had to learn as I've gotten older. Sometimes people don't want your advice. Sometimes they just want to vent and shut shut the F up and just yeah, be there for them. People aren't always looking for a solution. No, sometimes they just want to vent. And that's one thing I've definitely learned as I've gotten older. Uh, no one, no, people don't always want your two cents. Just be quiet. Let them vent to you and just right. be there for them. Yeah. It's, it's so hard. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, from a third person perspective, you're like, this is a not as big as, you know, you think it is. But then, you know, when you're, when, when you're in deep, it's right. hard to see that yeah sometimes you can't yeah. you can't see the trees for the forest as they say yeah i i have the i have a best friend and, right yeah i i have a best friend uh who, who's back home and um i've i've been starting to do this thing where you know if she, if she calls me i'll be like okay what do you need like do you need <laughs> like somebody to just shut up and just be there or do you want actual you know solutions, so, solutions and, and ideas and there's nothing and 80 percent of the time it's like i don't need because i because she knows how to solve it she's a smart woman but she's like <laughs> right and there's nothing wrong with i think asking that question at the beginning of the conversation like someone will call me and be like i have a problem like okay yeah. and i'll say it myself be like okay do you want a solution to this or you just want someone to listen to you exactly. and something or vent and sometimes not you know Sometimes it's one or the other, but I think that's really important because yeah. I don't think more people, I don't think a lot of people feel heard or listened to, 
which is why I find your project really interesting because you are actively going out into the world and engaging and listening to people. I just think a lot of people don't feel listened, I don't think listened to or heard or, or valued these days. They're looking for a validation from an exterior source. Yeah. And the first place for validation needs to come from within yourself. Yeah. I mean, those are things that you, you know, you learn as you grow up. I know I was, I was not expecting these knowledge bombs being dropped <laughs> at 10, 10.30 in the morning over mimosas. But uh, <laughs> damn, I, I have to, Yay, I, I cannot wait to edit this. I don't even think I have to edit this, but like when I re-listen to it again, you know, hopefully people, it'll, it'll like sink into their heads. That, like, I hope so. It's it's these like big ideas that you know once you get them right your your life will be a lot um you know you can you free up a lot more mental space and time right I don't think you know, people do say, stuff well, I don't think you get the people say you know you know this will everything will fall into place your life will be easier I don't necessarily know if your life will be easier I think what it is that you will be better equipped yeah to deal with life as it happens right. Because I think ultimately, like, we just want to be comfortable in our own skin and be able to, yeah, be able to go through life, like, being comfortable with, with ourselves. Yeah, be, be and, comfortable in, and not just comfortable in your own skin, but be happy and, and love yourself and love everything. And you know what? Love everything that you are. And most importantly, love everything that you are and realize that you are a work work in progress to hopefully to the day you die and i know that's not some people are like oh my god they're probably you know freaking out listening to that but i think you know you should always be a work in progress there's always something new to learn there's always something new to take in i think some of the most the saddest and some of the most boring people on the face of the earth are those who feel like they're done they're complete you know they're done i think i think that's it i think as long as you still have an appreciation and a wonder. Um, yeah, I don't think you ever be done. And I think that can come in any phase. I know you don't have to be necessarily single. I don't think you have to be in a relationship. I know a lot of people think, well, once you're married and have kids, it's over. Oh my God, no. Uh, for my friends that have children, for them to rediscover or see their children discover things for the first time, I think that's amazing. To see their five-year-old walk for the first time or try something sour. Or my personal favorite, when their kid learns how to cuss for the first time. <laughs> I really wish that That's they caught it on camera. Well, some people do. <laughs> uh, I love that. that. That's, like I said, as long as you're, you're open to discovering things and, and learn that you're a constant work in progress, I think people would be a lot easier on themselves. Yeah, it's, it's, themselves it's like the little things. You know, I was... I was reading this book and basically the title is if this is a nice what is and I I so want to get that tattooed on myself like I think Wait, what was the title again? If this is a nice what is. If this is isn't nice what is. Yeah. Okay. So it's just like a nice reminder that like hey like you're okay and this is actually pretty freaking wonderful. You know, you yeah. don't have to jump off a plane or like go to Hawaii to enjoy like the little things. The little things. Yeah. And you, mean, if you want to giant. jump out of a plane. Right. If, if you, you want, want to. to Hawaii, yeah. But you don't have to like wait for those big, you know, events to experience life. Yes. Yeah. You know, you know, like you said, you absolutely don't have to have those big events to appreciate beauty because I mean, flowers, quietly open yes and the beauty that they give us it's not it's not fireworks and it's not earth shaking it's the quiet opening of the petals i've never heard that before and i really like that analogy oh my god thank you so much for, for coming on here tiffany it's been my pleasure this is so this was very enlightening and i feel like a deep sense of calm <laughs> <laughs> so thank you um, is there anything that you want to, you know, tell, tell the listeners? Um, anything I want to tell the listeners. What can I tell the listeners? Um, 
or 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 like uh maybe maybe we can make this more interesting. Is there any question that you would like to post to the listeners to, to have them to like reflect on or think about? Okay. Um is that more stressful? <laughs> no. Neither one okay. Is, neither one is neither one is stressful. Both yeah. of them are very good. Uh what would I like to for people overall to um coming from personal experience tell the people in your life that you love them that you love tell them that you love them and i know people are saying this might be corny but coming from a person from personal place when you miss that person or when that person leaves or passes away you can resound you can be resound in the fact that they knew that you loved them and most yeah. importantly love yourself don't be so hard on yourself it's going to be okay take everything one step at a time and enjoy this life that we have and i guarantee you there are people that wish they could be in your situation right now and you thinking it's worse it's bad so yeah i love that thank you so grateful. much grateful and gracious yeah yeah, yeah. right I think I think that was a good close. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if your listeners have any questions that they would like to ask me, I would be more than willing to like answer them for them. So I'll be, so cool. be interested in hearing what your listeners, what questions they come up with. Yeah, that would be really, really cool. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Tiffany. I'll talk to you again. Uh, all right. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Have a good Sunday. Happy Sunday. Before you go, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please take 15, 20 seconds to leave a nice rating and review. It will really, really help the show. Also, come say hi and let me know what you thought about it on Knuckleball Podcast on Instagram. I really love to get to know you as well. And maybe, maybe we can be friends. Who knows? (laughs) All right. Have a good day. Bye-bye.